0: Good afternoon. Welcome along, Dennis. How have you been? You've had a good week?
1: I've had a very good week, Dave, and it's very good to be with you again.
0: Okay, it's great. Uh, We're inviting people's calls. If you'd like to talk to Dennis with Health Naturally, you can give us a call now. You'll get through straight away. 49216216 is the number. 49216216. Go to the phones and you'll get through to talk to Dennis in just a moment. Today, a great topic. You're continuing on with what you've spoken about over the last couple
1: of weeks. I think so, Dave. But prior to coming... On to the program today, one of the um, the staff passed on to me some very interesting information which I uh, will pass on to listeners. There is a website dealing with turmeric and the website contains a recipe, if you like, or a formula for making what's called golden paste, which is a very popular and proven and easily made preparation of turmeric. So, I'm going to give out the website, and listeners can jot it down and go to that website and get a simple, easy way of harnessing all the benefits that we've spoken about with reference to turmeric over the last couple of weeks. The website is simply turmericlife in one word, turmericlife.com.au. I'll say it again: turmericlife, all in one word. .com.au for getting some of the best information um, available, I would say, on the use of tuberic therapeutically and particularly for finding out about how to make what's called golden paste, which is an easy way of harnessing, as I've said earlier, all the therapeutic properties of this remarkable substance.
0: Waiting patiently for us at Warra Brook is Carolyn. Carolyn Dennis is listening to you now.
1: Hello, Carolyn.
2: Um Late last year you mentioned about putting oil on our skin, and I, when I chatted to you very briefly last week, I said that I did try that once with olive oil, yes and only to find only to wake up in the morning to find my cat giving me a very severe nicking.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. um,
2: <laughs> and I'm just wondering if you could elaborate on that a little more and and what sort of oil?
1: Okay, look there are various oils for various purposes. Uh, as you probably know, I'm a great fan of a general application of olive oil for most uh, dry skin conditions. And also, interestingly, olive oil can be used very effectively uh, in some conditions where there are skin diseases, things like a scaly, crusty, dry skin diseases recently for a good example being in a little boy that I saw psoriasis of the scalp uh, where the use of olive oil regularly over a very short period of time led to a very significant clearing of the scalp from those scales those lesions simply by applying the straight out olive oil. So olive oil can be used both as a means of generally Uh, oiling up the skin so to speak particularly as we get older and our skin dries out a little bit most cultures have that tradition of oiling up by using a topical application such as olive oil but there are other oils as well it is probably not well known that uh, oil of evening primrose is very very effectively used topically also uh, to not only moisturize but also to address certain inflammatory skin diseases, particularly, say, something like uh, young people's eczema. Frequently, the use of oil of evening primrose, orally as well as topically, that is applied to the skin, can be a very successful way of alleviating uh, that wretched condition that a lot of people experience. There are a couple of examples of where various oils achieve various objectives albeit i come back to the point and say a regular ongoing use of olive oil in my opinion is a good health measure not only just to to address if you like dry flaky skin lesions but as a general topical application uh, for dry skin conditions and for maintaining a healthy skin okay
2: well thank you very much sadly but, we don't we don't
1: have our cap anymore okay so might, you might you get might back to using some I olive might oil try it again <laughs> Thank you Carolyn, thank you.
0: And we continue with calls, 49216216. If you'd like to talk to Dennis, you'll get through straight
1: away. At Edgeworth, hello John. Yes, good
4: day Dennis. Hello John, how are you? Not bad, good. my daughter's on dialysis. Yes.
1: So called glomulosclerosis, if you want to
4: know what is that Yes, sort of kidney disease. Yes. yes.
1: And um, I've, I'm taking off the, the Ginkgo
4: 6000 and Bilberry 1200. Yes. My eyes and, and the ringing in, in my ears. Yes. And my daughter has uh, got the same problems, of course, hereditary, and she just wanted me to run and buy her to make sure she could take it, being on dialysis.
1: I think anyone on dialysis using any medication, whether it be pharmaceutical medication or what you might call natural medication, particularly herbal supplementation, should clear, should clear. Any intended supplementation with their medical managers—that's um, yeah. you would expect me to say that uh, because that is a cautious, correct, and ethical thing to do, and yeah. simply simply because the thing is herbal uh, or natural, it doesn't necessarily mean to say that it's always safe and that it may not uh, interact with other prescribed medications. I would be—I be con- would be fairly confident about the use of the bilberry um, I would be a little bit reluctant to recommend um, the going straight away into the ginkgo unless there was some clearance from the medical manager or the pharmacist both of those supplements as you probably have heard me say before I consider to be the most useful supplements to take, particularly uh, for people experiencing things like diabetic retinopathy, uh, peripheral vascular disease, uh, circulatory problems. Um, I'm a great fan of those two and have lectured on them and manufactured products from them most of my professional career. Uh, I'm glad you're taking them. They must be doing you some good.
4: Well, I, um, my specialist,
1: my yes. specialist, yes.
4: my eyes, um, the pressure's dropped yes. and... Thought it was a bit better, and he said, Oh, that's a good change. And then I told him I was on these, and he just said, Oh, they'll be just making it, they'll be just empty in your pocket. And I said, well, I
1: think mm. they work. Yeah. Well, interesting, interestingly, one of the uh, first cases I taught many years ago, not taught but treated, in my Wurrunga rooms in, in Sydney in the, in the 1980s was a gentleman that had an ophthalmological problem and he started using um, that combination you've spoken about and I'm fortunate enough to have the report, uh, a little note, that his uh, ophthalmologist wrote to me indicating the improvement in that man's condition as a result of taking those supplements. So I'm, I'm not as negative as uh, that gentleman that you refer to. And I would like to think that down the track, um, these people would look at the literature, look at the literature, the technical modern uh, phytotherapy literature, particularly that coming out of Europe indicating that plant drugs natural medications with known chemical constituents are not just emptying one's pocket they will do that if they use stupidly but these substances you've mentioned are two of the best defined well-known um, therapeutic substances or herbs in practice today and I would have no doubt they're contributing to your well-being I come back to the point however that in the case of your daughter you must with these as with anything else get clearance from the medical managers
4: going to the specialist uh, next week so I'll put it by him. yes and as far as the, as far as the pills they definitely work because my ringing in my ears has dropped dramatically
1: i used to not that does that put it That doesn't surprise me John. It's uh, good to get uh, confirmation of many of the things that I've been saying for too many years because here I'm on the verge of retirement. Uh, 35 years ago, I was saying the same sorts of things. It was called a quack, a charlatan, uh, all those sorts of things. Fortunately, uh, down the track, the attitude is changing as more and more people have taken on information that I've given particularly pertaining to these substances and has proved that the clinical use of these things is useful and that the literature validates it. Well done John
0: 49216216 is the phone number if you'd like to give us a call you will get through straight away to talk to Dennis Stewart. We're here until 1 o'clock today 49216216 give that uh, phone a call and we'll chat to you in a moment. Uh, Going back as we revisit Mm. about 10 minutes ago you spoke about a website. Can we give that number again for those who raced and got a pen and pencil now and can we check the spelling on that too please
1: this was a website given to me by one of the good staff here at uh, 2NUR Um, it's a website pertaining to the herb turmeric and Dave I'd say it again this is a herb that has been uh, a topic of our discussion on this program nearly all this year and rightly so Uh, the website is is particularly useful for giving the information for a a little uh, formula called golden paste, which is a preparation that one can make up easily in one's home based on turmeric. The website is turmericlife.com.au and I will spell it T-U-R-M-E-R-I-C-L-I-F-E, turmericlife.com.au. Look it up, uh, listeners, and you'll be as excited... Uh, as we are about uh, that that website that'll tell you a lot about this cheap. When we say cheap, it's not expensive, simple, but well-proven remedy.
0: Kathleen's with us from Birmingham Gardens. Hello, Kathleen.
2: Oh hi. How are you? I'm
1: well. How are you?
2: Good, thank you. Good. Oh well, I could be better. Okay. I, I'm ringing about a blocked ear. Yes. That I had. I've had from about a month ago from a flu, summer yes. cold, flu. Yes. And um. The eustachian tube, I've been yes. told it's blocked along the eustachian tube. Yes. I've had one round of antibiotic
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um, still very blocked. Yes. It's kind of um, impacting on my hearing as well, I know. Sure. And <laughs> I can hear the liquid kind of crackling mm-hmm. when I sneeze or cough or so. Mm-hmm. But most of the mucus has dried up now, but still a blocked ear. Yeah.
1: This is what's called eustachian tube guitar. Sometimes referred to as glue ear, it's very frequently seen in in kids, if you like, but adults can cop it as well. Yeah. Uh, this condition will tend to resolve itself, but in our system of, of medicine, there are a couple of herbs very, very highly recommended in the British Herbal Pharmacopoeia, which is the the bible of modern herbal medicine. Now. The uh, mixture or the formula that I'm going to give you would have to be made up by a, uh, a herbalist or someone who has a dispensary. So unless you have a dispensary where around where you are, you'd be obliged to go to my rooms at New Lambton, 39 Alma Road, New Lambton, and have the mixture made up, which is a popular formula that has saved many people from having grommets placed in their ear um, and has worked well over my 30 years. I'll mention the herbs too, you. But as I say, the uh, you need to uh, access a dispensary. You may have some uh, dispensary around where you are in Walls End or somewhere. But if not, uh, our dispensary at 39 Alma Road always stocks these things. The clue or the major remedies, if you got a pencil and paper there? Yeah. And yeah. I'll mention these and go slowly because other listeners who suffer uh, from your tube catar as it used to be called, or glue ear or water in the ear. Could benefit from this information. The major herb is a herb that is very not well known. Put it that way, but it's an English herb, and it's called ground ivy. Mm-hmm. That is that is remarkably effective. It's usually combined also with another English herb called eyebright. 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 Now people say eyebright. It doesn't imply anything to do with the with the uh, eustachian tubes. Herbs have multiple uses, and Eyebright is referred to as a remedy that addresses all watery conditions of the upper respiratory tract. That's the way I've lectured on it for so many years. So there are two herbs. The third herb is a herb, the American herb, called golden seal. Mm -hmm. Now, those remedies are are normally proportioned and combined and dose-related, A taking of those, even for a relatively short period of time, I would suggest, say, a month, should be able to see some improvement in that condition. Mm -hmm. Take for a month,
2: but... Um, there's a remedy that can be made up with the combination
1: of all those. All those. And it's not an expensive remedy, and it's a very safe remedy, obviously. uh, All the things that I recommend are safe. But that is a liquid preparation. The downside to it is, like many herbal preparations, dispensed from a dispensary. Not the nicest thing to take, but never mind. It might make you hear a little bit more. So if you can't have it compounded where you are, make your way to, to Alma Road. All right, at Ellamore Vale, Jan. What would you like to ask Dennis?
2: Oh, yeah. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Jan. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well. Good. Thanks. Good. Um, about Christmas time, I developed. A ache in my thumb on my yes. left hand. Yes. And I sort of put it down at that stage, you know, doing too much, I've knocked it and not realised it and just maybe an internal bruise. But as time's gone on and on and on, it hasn't healed. Okay. It's actually quite its weakened a little bit. Okay. And so when I pick up groceries with the hand I think, oh gee, that thumbs on. I all of a sudden thought in my... um. In just in my everyday life, I thought, oh, maybe it's arthritis I've yes. developed in my, mm-hmm. in my thumb. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, my goodness, I'm getting old. Okay. And I've heard you talk about is it a glucosaplex or G- a glucosamine and I thought, mum, I wonder if that would be any okay. benefit.
1: Well, the first thing I'd say is that anything like that, you, you should run it past your GP to get an interpretation of what's going on. It sounds, sounds like an osteoarthritic condition. Having said that, however, What I'm going to do is send you free of charge a container of my Glucosaplex powder and you will take five grams of that daily and as well as that you will also apply a preparation that I'll send to you called Stiff, Sore and Sorry which is a topical application produced by two of my good colleagues here in the Newcastle region. Those two preparations, one taken orally and the other applied topically, give that a bit of a go. Having said that, uh, see your GP to get clarification on it, but if it is an inflammatory or an osteoarthritic condition, the Glucosaplex, my product with my logo on it, has proven for many, many years to be useful in addressing this when reinforced by the stiff sore and sorry, It'll get away to you. Before you uh, finish conversing with me, uh, stay on the line because our producer will get your name and address and these products will be sent to you free of charge from my rooms probably on Monday. All right,
0: please hold on the line there. We'll get those details from you. And we'll continue on with calls now, 49216216. And we've got Robin at Maitland. Uh, Robin, your daughter has psoriasis?
2: on her legs and
1: arms. Okay. How aggressive is it, uh, Robin? Pretty. Okay. Pretty aggressive. Okay. She, she's um, saying about it and
2: they've
1: got her on steroid. Training. Yes. Um, how old is your daughter? 42. 42. Is this the first outbreak that she's had of psoriasis? Yes, it is. Okay. Has she been working through a stressful period?
2: Um, Probably. She lost her dad last year. Yes, and, yes, um, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Work things. Um, yeah.
1: The reason I ask that is that uh, for the sake of listeners, psoriasis, which is a, a rather unpleasant, scaly, dry skin condition, very frequently I've observed during my career that it's triggered off by some emotional trauma. Very frequently associated with the death of a loved one. That's why I asked the question. But look, there's a couple of things um, that I would suggest your daughter do that will not clash with what your good doctor's doing for her. The first thing is there's good literature to suggest that high doses of fish oil would be useful. Now, a lot of people use fish oils for various purposes. I'm a fan of fish oils, albeit I'm a fan also of fish, as I will prove that by going to the co op when I finish the program here and getting my uh, weekend fish supply. But look, fish oils taken in the right dose, most people don't take it in the right dose, about six grams of fish oil daily. It uh, comes in encapsulated form so it's not nasty to take. Yeah. That is a good way of addressing the problem with some uh, a nutritional approach which is reasonably well documented. Okay. So I'd suggest you, you, you kick her off on that as a start. Okay. The other thing is I will send to your daughter my famous cream for that I use for psoriasis, which is one of my own developments, mm. called the GA Complex Cream the GA complex cream. Now that can be applied and it is not a steroid. GA stands for glycotinic acid which is the active principle found in the herb licorice and it has a very very significant reputation for addressing most uh, uh, dermatological conditions including psoriasis and eczema. So what I'm going to do, um, you you start on the fish oils Uh and I will send to you a jar of the GA complex to see how she goes with that as a means of working with your doctor and trying to get something going for this before it starts to get on fire.
0: Michael at Mayfield, you have ringing in the ears also.
5: Yes, I do. I, was, uh, I just caught the back end of the um, conversation, so I'd just like to think is there something I can take
1: for them? Okay. Michael, um, the previous or one of the previous callers was talking about um, his use of ginkgo. Um, Ginkgo is a herb that has been popularised in recent times. Uh, It was always there. In fact, the the ginkgo tree is the oldest uh, known tree on the planet. It comes from a different evolutionary era, Um, quite a unique tree. But um, the Germans, uh, in recent times, through their pharmaceutical industry, um, were able to make preparations of the ginkgo leaf and use them for various conditions and very successfully. So um, the one of the indications that the modern uh, preparations of ginkgo uh, is used for is the treatment of what we loosely refer to as ringing in the ears. Now, um, the thing with the ginkgo and its indication for ringing in the ears, which is in the European literature, is that if one is going to start using uh, ginkgo, for any condition, but say for tinnitus, which you have, um, it is something that will have to be taken for quite some time. I haven't got my literature in front of me here, obviously, but I think I'm right in saying that in the reference that I have back at my rooms, something like being on ginkgo for a year conclusively demonstrated its efficacy in, in addressing many many people that had uh, tinnitus for a long period of time.
0: So we just stressed that ginkgo doesn't work overnight. No,
1: and, and you and I were talking about this, Dave, and I need to emphasise it to listeners. Uh, a chronic condition like tinnitus uh, needs to be managed, in my opinion, with chronic medication. And chronic medication, one of those would be the ginkgo. And if one is going to get any benefit from it, it must be taken for, for an extended period of time, whether it be for tinnitus whether it be for peripheral vascular disease, whether it be for intermittent claudication, whether it be for any of the multiple indications that the modern preparation of ginkgo is used for. An outstanding um, product development in recent times is the ginkgo preparations. There are numerous ones of them in the marketplace now. I was fortunate enough, Dave, to give the first uh, lectures on ginkgo in Australia. I gave them at Balgala at a Blackmoors seminar to a packed audience, probably 30 years ago now, yeah. and uh, led to the development of the one of the first ginkgo products. So getting back to your uh, question, if you have tinnitus, regardless of the skepticism that sometimes is leveled at being able to do much about this, you try the ginkgo. It is not an expensive herb, and unless you're on um, conflicting multiple medications, um, it's a safe preparation. Now I say that because there are some uh, conditions or some medications that, uh, for for instance, where ginkgo might not be appropriate. But unless you're on multiple medications, unless you're on blood thinners, etc., the ginkgo, generally speaking, is safe and I'd be confident that a trial on it would be worthwhile. Thanks very much.
0: Two and You FM, two one six two one six is the number. If you'd like to call through, you'll get through to Dennis here for Health Naturally. Joining us now from Blacksmith Sue. Now you've got some problems with arthritis in the back. Must be a bit of pain there, Sue. I have, yes, I have. Um, I actually
2: listen. My husband and I listen to Dennis's program, and I actually started suffering in my fingers while I was still at work. We've just recently retired Mm -hmm. and I heard him talking about turmeric and I Mm. used to get big blisters on top of my fingers. Yes. I've been taking that for since early last year. Yes. Um, And that has been fabulous for them. I've still got a little bit of swelling in the tops of my fingers but I don't get the big blisters. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so that's fabulous. My husband's an expert Ricky.
3: Okay. He could
2: make a ball with his hands,
3: Yes. And
2: it, he's got so much flexibility now. It's fantastic. Isn't so great. We're thrilled with that. Good. But um, I'm just concerned because I have had dreadful pain. I've always been really fit and active. Yes. And I just suddenly left work and I was, I was fine. Um, we built a new little house and I was. Um, carrying heavy boxes and climbing up and down gorilla steps. And, um, I thought I'd strain my groin
3: yes. and put
2: up with it for a long time. But the pain, I couldn't walk. Yes. And the pain's just been unbelievable. And, um, I went to the doctor's eventually. And, um, he just, I said, Oh, I think i have strain my groin. And he just gave me anti-inflammatories and Mm. said oh you know you need a solid week on them doesn't improve go to physio so i did that it helped a little bit but not a lot Mm. um i do take um 2000 milligrams of fish oil Yes. Every day bump,
1: and bump, bump up your level there. Take a little bit more. I said earlier, with reference to the fish oils, I'm a great fan of them, but most people take insufficient levels of them. The therapeutic okay. dose for fish oils is three to nine grams. So yeah. if you if you want a, a medium level, pump your pump your dose up to at least three grams a day. Okay. So if
2: I'm taking a tablet, a capsule that's 2,000, I need to take two of them.
1: I would be taking two of them.
2: Yeah, right, say one in the morning. Is it better to separate than one in the morning, one in, one in the afternoon?
1: Well, I don't think it matters that much. Uh, it's, it's really just a matter of convenience. I take um, all my supplements in one hit in the morning. And that well, I prefer
2: to do that. Too, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, 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 would, I would suggest that you, you just take your two capsules and get the 4,000 milligrams into you each morning.
0: We've got joining us on the phone now from Hamilton, Bob. I don't know a lot about this. Let's find out what is peripheral neuropathy, Bob.
5: Well, my direct—I got it from drinking and smoking too much. And what you do, apparently, kind of affects your nerve system. And I've lost all the feeling in me uh, in my legs and me—I the whole me. I know down in my feet, especially. I've lost all the feeling.
1: We well, better and be I'm, able to do something for you, Bob.
5: The doctor
1: gave me n Yes. Okay. This is my 50th day
5: today, yeah. and they're doing nothing
1: whatsoever. Okay. You, you and I have talked before, haven't we, Bob? We
5: certainly yeah, have. We can. certainly I, I, have. I can, I can yeah. recommend that glucosaplex.
1: I know you can. got you moving and your wife moving oh, as well, okay. didn't it? hundred miles an hour now. Hey, well, listen, I'll, I'll recommend a couple of things to you, but what I'll do with one of them, um, I'll get it out to you. So at the end of this program, um, seeing you're a long-term mate, I will we'll get your name and address, and I'll send you out for a try what I'm going to recommend. Thanks, now, Dennis. I appreciate it. I know you do, Bob. Peripheral neuropathy is not an easy condition to treat, it's a very, very difficult condition to well, treat. What
5: they said to me was, I might get them back in, my feelings back in 12 months, two years, mm.
1: and some people
5: never get it back. Okay. All. Sorry, Dennis, the you all... pleased to hear, sorry Dennis pleased to hear have a drink?
1: for seven months. Okay, that's good, that's good. What what I, most of my reading recently suggests that a long-term use of what's called Oil of Evening Primrose is a useful supplement to address this problem. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to actually send you the information to support my recommendation that you try Oil of Evening Primrose long-term. And by long-term, Bob, I mean um, You'll go on to it and stay on it for a very, very lengthy period of time to give it a go. I'm not guaranteeing anything. All I'm saying is the literature that I've read recently is encouraging and somewhat provocative. So I'm going to send you a bottle of Oil of Evening Primrose. It's perfectly safe. You know everything I recommend is safe. So I'm going to get it to you with the dosage on it. You're going to go onto Primrose Oil and you're going to read the information that I sent to you about what it does and how it might help your condition. I say might help your condition. So hang on to where you are, Bob. Give the, uh, the producer your name and address and down the track get back to me and let me know how you're going, Bob. Good luck with that,
0: Bob. Thank you for giving us a call today for Health Naturally with Dennis Stewart. Our final call of the day, Peter's
1: with us. Peter. Hello, Peter. Yeah, how you going? Good, good.
5: Um, I about 18 months ago was listening to you speaking about um bilberry. Yes. Now um I'm a diabetic. I'm also on um dialysis at yes. home. Yes. I um, I heard the other gentleman that yes. called just a while ago. Yes. Um now I you had said that the bilberry helped with the small vascular the S- capillary type thing. That's correct. That's um, correct. well I was I was suffering I've only got one eye. Yes. And I was suffering from bleeds in my existing eye probably every 8 to 9 months like clockwork I would suffer bleeds yes. and I wouldn't be able to see for weeks sometimes yeah. months.
0: Peter I hate to rush you we only have 1 minute and we have to finish I'm sorry yep. can you get to it please. No
5: so but what I've been taking that since you spoke about it.
1: Yes. And um, I have gone two and a half years without a bleed. That doesn't surprise me. That that, uh, confirms what I've said. You've proven it. I wish to God some of the sceptics out there would acknowledge the fact that Bilberry is one of the most exciting things for many vascular conditions that affect the eyes and the kidneys. Well done.
0: Well done. And thank you for holding on there and being so patient with us, Peter. Of course, uh, another chance to talk to Dennis will be next week as he is back from midday to one o'clock with Health Naturally. Time has beaten us and
1: even our topic, we didn't oh, get around mind, to it. Dave. It's been good to have a program with you again, Dave. Thank we, you. we go back a long way, don't we? We? Do.
0: we do. And thank you very much for all your calls and your input into the show today. We'll look forward to hearing Dennis again next week here at 2NURFM.